right, we're on. Welcome to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Hopefully you saw another episode before and you're returning because it was good, I hope. Uh, if not, stay tuned for this one. This one will, will be good, I promise you, I assure you. Um, so we are in the new studio now. We remodeled. Uh, we, it has three parts, so you can see behind me some, some new uh, features. And uh, this one's designed more so for in-studio guests. So you're going to see some really cool stuff coming up soon. Uh, excited to show you guys that. Um, we're going to have a couple in-studio podcasts coming up within the next uh, within the next week, actually. Um, so today's guest is Benson Henderson. Uh, I love this guy. Super inspirational, amazing fighter who's fought everybody, former UFC champion, former WEC champion. He's running a four-fight win streak in Bellator right now. Um, he's just a great father, great family guy, just a great person, honestly. And I've known him for a while. We've done a lot of stuff together, uh, appearances, and, and we, we've just done a lot of stuff. And, and he's just a, a good guy, and I've been wanting to get him on the podcast. And so here we go. Let's talk to Vincent Henderson. Benson Henderson, welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, thanks for having me on, Mike. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I, mean, I want to get you on for a long time, man. Uh, it's cool to finally get you on here. Oh, heck yeah, heck yeah. So how you been? It's been a while since we hung out and talked and ca- ca- carried guys down uh, the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. It was super fun. <laughs> uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I'm still just training, trying to get these guys a lot of work, huh? Trying to get these guys uh, all squared away. Um, well, yeah, everything's same old, same old with me, man. In the gym, training, trying to be the best I can be, all that good stuff. How is it with the, the, the quarantine thing right now? Do you guys still training? You got a good camp and everything? Or is it kind of like... Uh, yeah, Arizona is one of the crazy states. The Wild West Cowboys, gunslingers. Uh, the governor for, for Arizona has cut off our quarantine. So everything pretty much for Arizona is staying normal, like not a big deal. Um, so for us, it's not that bad. Talking to like other people in other parts of the country, I realize how bad it is, like how much, uh, how seriously they take their lockdown. Arizona never took their lockdown too seriously. Yeah. And now lockdown now is, uh, has, has been ended. And so, like, the gym's been good. Even during lockdown, like, I, you know, own the gym, so I was still able to go in the gym whenever I wanted to, still able to train whenever I needed to. Hit up my striking coach, uh, Rob Emerson, and I was able to hit as many sessions as I wanted to and needed to with him. So, even during quarantine, it wasn't too bad for me. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. So, at least you had that yeah. going for you. Um, I think with the riots and everything going on now, like, pretty much quarantine is just kind of out of the out of the picture. So, we'll, we'll see if it, like, spikes – COVID after all this, like the, yeah, these protests, we'll if it doesn't spike, then we know that it's kind of done, you know, like if this many yeah. people can hang out together and, and it doesn't have a big spike, then we're probably okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully fingers crossed. Yeah. I hope we're over this thing, man. So, uh, do you have any fights lined up or are you just training to stay in shape? No, no fights lined up just yet. Just training needs to be in shape. Um, I was hoping to get, I had a juicy competition. I, I like to compete. If I if I'm not good job, if I, if I don't have a, a fight lined up, I need I need something to you know aim for. I need a need something to be motivated for. I guess something like that. I don't always have to have it, but it it is nice to have something. You know, I can train for a while. Oh, I can train for a while, no problem, uh, with no fight or nothing coming up. But it is nice to have. Um, 
it was nice to have a, a competition, something to, to aim for. So I, I just competed a juicy match. I lost that one. So that fires me up. Definitely don't like yeah. losing. I wanted, I wanted to get back in there on it for another juicy competition pretty soon, Ooh. actually. Uh, but no juicy competitions, no fights. I haven't heard from Bellator at all. Bellator has been pretty quiet. <laughs> I text him every once in a while. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. You guys remember me? <laughs> but there's, I haven't heard anything from Bellator. So no not, fights. They, they no haven't made any announcements. They haven't made any announcements or anything, right? Like they don't have any fights planned as of right now. They're just kind of like no, trying to figure right out now, what they're going to do. I, I haven't heard anything like officially. I heard some rumors, um, like from the grapevine, this and that. You know, like. Uh, Fights there. I thought that originally I heard um, they were aiming to have their first fight, probably no crowd, uh, in the last weekend of June or first weekend of July. Uh, last. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, last weekend of June, first weekend of July, but uh, I haven't heard officially from from Belgium themselves. So, what do you think about that? What do, what do you think about the the no crowd? I'm sure you've seen these fights lately. What does it have? Does that have any difference for you, or is it just it's another fight? It doesn't uh, matter. I, I think I was actually uh, the very first time the UFC did it. The very first card was down in Brazil at uh, Fortaleza, somewhere, somewhere like that. And that was actually one of my guys, was, uh, one of my boys, John McDessie. He was fighting on the card, and that it was so early on, so such early in the quarantine thing. Uh, originally, they had sold tickets, and it was going to be a regular show like normal. And then, like as the fight week came, they realized, oh, hey, this is pretty serious stuff. That they need to quarantine this, quarantine that. They were they might cancel the whole card. So the U- very first UFC card with no crowd, uh, I cornered that one, and I, you know, forced you got to talk to your boy, like, oh yeah, it's no big deal, it's easy, it's just no crowd, but it's the same thing. Go in there, go fight. Yeah. It's no big deal, it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, but like, as a, as a coach, you have to say that, you know, you have to be like, oh, it's no big deal. Go ahead. Do the same thing, same stuff. But as a fighter, like, you know, who knows? Like, maybe, like, you know, the how I really, really have no idea, like, what to expect or how you're going to be, how you're going to uh, perform. Um, so I did want to, I did want to uh, have one competition first with no crowd before uh, I have my first fight with no crowd. So that's, that was another reason why I took the juicy competition because they competed with no crowd. So it was a little bit different. Uh, definitely, um, I want to say not as hyped up because, like, you so yourself are still, me, myself, as a competing in the juicy match, I was still pretty excited. I was still, like, ready to go or not. But definitely different with, no, with, with all the crowd, no yelling, no screaming, that sort of stuff. You know, definitely a little bit different. So I'm, I am glad I did it. Yeah. I only did on the Ultimate Fighter, and that was before I fought in the UFC. So it was, like, before I had, like, the big crowds, the big stadiums and all that. So, like, for me – you know, coming up in Texas and fighting, you know, amateur and pro in Texas, I had like 50 people sometimes anyways. <laughs> it wasn't like, yeah. it was still cool to be in the UFC gym. Yeah, that was kind of cool and kind of a shock value. But yeah. uh, I can imagine going going to the stadiums and going back to that and then going, it's got, it, yeah, it plays a, a, a part probably, but I think once the fight starts, it's a fight, you know. Um, I do want to go back yeah. to, I got to go back to the, our last meeting, uh, our fight that we had together. Um, a funny story um, that you never you never heard. But so I fought on UFC on Fox 4. I fought Demarcus Johnson. That was my big win. And uh, I was going to come. I, that was it. I was done. I, I was retired. I was going to get that win and then come back to Thailand, build this gym and like, uh, yeah, you know, run off into the sunset. So then they called me and they wanted me to do UFC, UFC on Fox 5 because they wanted to put me on the main card that you were the headliner against Nate, Nate Diaz. And I was like, oh, okay, oh okay. shit. 
they want to put me on the main card. And like, I got I got bumped to the main card on UFC on Fox 4, which was awesome. But this time I'd be, like, featured on the main card. So I'd have the poster and all this stuff and, like, you know, be billed on yeah. Fox. So I was, like, all excited. So I was like, oh, shit. All right, I'll do one more. I'll do one more fight. And that's when I fought Matt Brown. And you trained so hard, bro. Like, and me and you, we did the mountain training together. And, and, and I remember the mountain training you did. And you were such a savage. We'll get into that in a second. You were such a savage on that, that mountain training when the Marines tried to kill us. And so I came into that fight, and, and, I, and I don't know if you remember this, but on, uh, on Tuesday we came in, and I was healthy. I was fine, normal fight week, and I grabbed my, my Tuesday night training, and you were in there. We, we were in the training room at the same time. Like you, you were training, getting ready for, for the fight on Tuesday night, yeah. your workout. So we yeah. met in there, and we were like, you know, what's up? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So we started training. So I usually do I – don't, I don't do crazy hard, like, fight week training, and I definitely don't warm up that much before fights. I'm kind of like I – get, I get it over with and then just kind of coast on fight week. That's just the way I am. You were, like, yeah. killing it. You were, like, killing it, dude. So I was like, man, I knew I was ready. I knew I was in good shape. I knew I was, like, fast. And even though I was, like, 30 – I don't even know how old I was at that time. But I knew I was, I knew I was doing good. So I was, like, training with you, like, on the other side of the gym. So I was like – I was like yeah. show, I was like showboating and like trying to train hard and like I did way too many rounds. I mean, I did like five rounds with Bob Cook and then I did like three rounds grappling. Like I killed it, and I was like, uh, it was funny because you were in there, you, you you elevated that level, and then dude, I went that night to to Cheesecake Factory at, at uh, in uh, Seattle, or whatever, and had yeah. food. Went back to the room, and by twelve to one a.m., I started getting sick. Like you know the cramping in the stomach oh yeah yeah like i started feeling it coming on and then like by 3 a.m yeah. it was like it was like full blown like i had like food poisoning Uh-oh. and that drained me bro and so like that that workout <laughs> i never recovered from that workout and it was so hard to get sleep those last few days but it was cool man because like it was a lesson learned like so anyone listening like do what you usually do and don't try and show off <laughs> nah, I, was, yeah. I was trying to show right. off because you you train so savage bro uh, thank you. That's like competitive because uh, when I'm in the gym, I don't like to be out trained, and so like even on fight week when I usually don't train hard, I still don't like to be out trained. Apparently, and and yeah. you did out train me for the record, but uh, <laughs> but I was like trying, I was trying to like show myself, and then I was like I had to regret, I had to regret that one a little bit. No, I, I think it's definitely a, a like you said a good a good lesson learned. Like I did the same thing. Like I'm, we all you know have a learning lessons stuff we learn from, but I, I do uh, somebody did yoga. It was my first time doing yoga, like for a fight, whatever, lose weight, and that 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 rocked me pretty good. Like, oh man, yeah. this is this is a little bit different. Tough, you get down man. the weight, and then you do a then you do a Vikram yoga, like you you're you get the water sucked out of you like fast, bad. And since then, I've gotten better at it. I, I did it for a while for all my all my uh, weight cuts, the week of the fight, and whatnot, you know. But that first time, I was trying to do do what uh, I forgot, I forgot what it was. It was like two or three of us all, all at the same time. And someone said, hey, we should do some hot yoga. So it was really tough. Vikram, Vikram yoga. And then uh, like, we're like, okay, let's go, let's go do it. Same thing. And then, yeah, that, that jacked me up pretty good. It's crazy. Man. Yoga's tough, dude. I, it's like too tough for me, man. Yeah. Like staying in one position and like balancing and stuff, I, that's tough, man. Oh, yeah, the different poses, yeah. Now, now, now I'm pretty good at it. I, I like yoga a lot. Uh, so now I'm a lot better at it, but it's it's tough. Let's talk just real quick. Let's talk about that. Uh, so, so how did you end up in the the mountain training with the Marines that we did together? So, I got the call and we went up there, and the Marines were going to put us through like some mountain training, and we went up to I don't even know where we went, man. We went to the highest mountain in California, Nevada. I don't even know I don't even know where we went, 
and they put us through that crazy training, dude. And like, they said that yeah. that's what they normally do. But then we, we found out later that they were trying to just break us. And like, we didn't get broken, man. We yeah, like they, stuck. They, they upped it a bit for sure. They upped it a bit. You, you saw the guys uh, talking to themselves like, oh, yeah, we got to do blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, I see what you guys are doing. I see what you guys are doing. Yeah. Like Brennan Schaub was there as well. And then we had to like, we had like a four-man team and we had to carry this guy down. His name was Randy. Do you still remember that? Uh, Randy, yeah, yeah, yeah. They na- they named him Randy. He was like he was like two hundred pound yeah. like dummy, and we had to like carry him down this mountain. It was crazy, man. Yeah. That was so crazy. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. The thing I remember most about that was uh, we were we sat we had to sit inside the we had the, like the ghillie, and they had to sit inside. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to be like snipers, and you had to locate this. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? He wants to Skype. Uh, sniper, and one of us was like the the finder guy uh, one of us was like the finder guy the the, the spotter for the, yeah. the sniper the other guy had the thing and he was a sniper and they would look across like a to the other mountain or something like that and then they all i remember is that i had no idea what the guy was talking about was like yeah remember the, <laughs> the the tree like 45 degrees up yeah. just west Two clicks. of the of the, of the of the thing, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Literally none. Oh I was like, God. I think I'm lo- literally looking at the wrong hill. I'm not even looking in the right direction. He looked at me like I was the dumbest, oh. most incompetent person. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, he's like, yeah, let me just help you a little bit. Let me aim for you. Uh, there, yeah. there you go. That's better. It was just, uh, it was pretty funny. That's so funny, man. That was a good time, though, man. We had, we we had some good. It was a good team building kind of workout. Having a life. that was great. I, I like that that whole part of the of the military. The uh, hey, what's up? The whole part of the military, the whole camaraderie, team building, that sort of stuff. I love that stuff. That stuff is awesome. Like that's that's yeah. you know, if they if they do it well, it, it, it works good. You know, like that's uh, good stuff. Yeah, they gave us respect to it at the end, so that was cool. I guess we lived we lived up to yeah. the expectations of being fighters and and fighting hard. So that was fun. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to take a second to thank our sponsor, aka Thailand, the world's premier luxury training resort here in Phuket, Thailand. If you haven't watched a podcast before or you don't know what aka Thailand is, here's a video. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here. AKA Thailand is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys, I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool, but you can't come to Thailand without coming to AKA Thailand. Come on. What do you do? I know you're obviously a, a big family guy. I love your family, man. You always post about that on Instagram and stuff. What do you? What else, what else do you do for your fun time? Like right now, you're not hearing from Bellator. You're not really dealing with the quarantine and where you're at. What do you do for fun? Like, what does Vincent Henderson do to, to chill and relax? I know you have no vices, by the way, for everyone listening. This guy doesn't – he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. 
He doesn't do drugs. Yeah, I'm pretty boring. He doesn't even take supplements. Yeah. Do you take supplements now? Did you like start doing that? Or I, you I started... started taking supplements. A, a while ago, I started taking supplements. Oh, well, there you I go. Congratulations. Long time. I, did, I didn't want to do protein. I didn't want to do uh, cre- I still don't want creatine, but I didn't want to do protein. I didn't want to do any supplements, but I, 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 didn't, I just didn't think I, I needed yeah, it. He didn't take any I supplements. Yeah, I needed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I never, never drank in my life, never smoked in my life, never done any drug or anything like that in my life. Uh, I don't like going, I think it's like a social anxiety thing. I don't like going to like clubs or bars. I've, I've literally yeah. count on one hand how many times I've ever been to a freaking bar or club or something like that. Uh, but you with that. For fun now, it's just hanging out with the boys. Yeah. Trying to just go do fun stuff with them. Take them to a comic book store. Still read like, I'm still like a dork, so. I've learned to live with it. It's okay. So, but I got my boys in the comic books and uh, you know the whole Marvel stuff. So, oh yeah, that's all I really do now. Yeah. Are they going to be fighters? Nah. Nah. I, I, I do. My <laughs> wife and I, we we do want them uh, like wrestling. We do want them maybe doing uh, taekwondo or something, you know. But like, as far as like actual MMA competition. Training, not so much. I don't even want them training. Like, they can train wrestling. They can train like taekwondo, but that's it. Jiu-jitsu. But then that's it. Like, but no, but no like mixing of boxing and this and that and that. Maybe uh, maybe astronauts. Maybe they'll be the first set of brothers to, to go into space together. Go be the first humans to ever step foot on Mars. Dude, follow like Elon Musk is headed that way, man. That's, a, that's his is, plan. That's his plan, dude. Yep. And yep. I believe that man. There's there's nothing they're, they're, that man can say gonna, that I don't believe. Yeah, they're 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 gonna do the the moon first, and they, they had a couple of things. But I think right around the time they actually have the technology to go to Mars, my my boys will be right at that prime age. <laughs> to Mars, you're the first person I've asked about their kids, and you said to Mars. <laughs> that's where, that's where they're going. I'm just, straight I'm just to Mars, past the moon, dude. Just straight to <laughs> Mars. They're gonna inhabit Mars. They break a whole new like Henderson village and colony up there. That's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna ter- terraform Mars because we're gonna need another <laughs> planet to live on because we're we're screwing this planet up so bad. It, it, is, it seems that way. What do you think about the a? What do you think about the coronavirus? Like, and and, and what's your thoughts? Cause I've talked to so many people that think it's like a bad flu. Let your immune system deal with it. You know, obviously protect the vulnerable, but then the the other people that are more strong should be able to continue on with their lives and go on. Then I've talked to people that want to hide and just wait till it's over. What's your thoughts on that? Like, what, what do you think, what do you think is, is the right I, answer? I think it's, it's, it's like most things in life. It's probably somewhere in the middle. It's not yeah. on the extreme side. Don't have any social contact and hide from everybody. Then your immune system doesn't get a chance to, to yeah. experience it. You never, you're never going to be able to, to live it. If you, you know, live through it, if you do happen to catch it or whatever. And then I also think it's not it's not, not it's not a big deal. It's just a regular flu and this and that. Like I think it's probably a little more serious than that. Um, but I think it's somewhere in the middle, and like we have to figure a way out. That's that's what people understand. Like in all of life, in fighting, oh, anybody, anybody's tongue. <laughs> Hungry baby. Uh, like on all of life, it's it's a learning process. There's, there's no set answer. Like how do you live life? You have to go do this. You have to do that. You would never end up in freaking Thailand owning your own gym if you don't try this. If you don't try right. that. If you don't, you know, you're not gonna live the amazing life you've lived. 
by not, you know, experiencing it, like trying new things uh, for us, uh, for the people in general, how to, how to deal with the coronavirus, we have to try something. We have to try doing this method. If it doesn't work, that's fine, no problem. We'll set new guidelines. Make sure We'll try this method and see how life works. Everything gets back to normal. We don't want life to end. We don't want the economy to shut down and yada, yada, yada. But we do need to try something to, to make the losses from freaking coronavirus not as not as uh, serious, you know, not not as such large numbers. Um, so I think, I think it just comes down to me just like trying new things, trying that, trying this, trying that. Maybe that's not the answer. Cool, no problem. Make, we tried. Yeah. It wasn't the right answer, but we tried. And it was, let's move on to something else. Yeah, for me, being in Thailand, I have to catch up with everything on the news because I'm not obviously in America. And it's like to have yeah. the cor- coronavirus be such a bad detrimental thing, especially financially. And then now the riots with this this cop that did this hor- horrible thing. Um, and then yeah. now that's followed up with even more you know, stuff with the riots and, and, and you know, businesses yeah. getting t- torn down and things like that. It seems like the, it's yeah. going crazy there right now. Like, is that affecting anything where you're at, like in your area? Or is it more so the big cities like New York and Los Angeles and – uh, no, they, they have some old, they, I think they, like, depending if you're looking for it, if you're a protester and you want to find a protest, you can find a protest somewhere. Yeah. Like, even if you live in a small town, you'll, you'll be able to find somewhere to protest. So Phoenix does have, did have some protests. Uh, I was not there. I didn't go protest. I'm not looking to, for that kind of trouble or anything. You know, I'm an old man. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they, it, it, it is. It, you're 36. I'm, not that old. I'm older. I'm older. 36, man. <laughs> 36. Yeah, yeah. 36. Uh, but, um, I think if you if you want to live that kind of lifestyle and you you want to, you want to look for kind of not trouble but you want you want to do that and then yeah so Phoenix they they did have the protests here in Phoenix like but I I wasn't anywhere close to it I wasn't by like that in Scottsdale somewhere but uh, I, I definitely think there's not right uh, this is a uh, obviously rioting looting is not good right like yeah it's no, bad it's it's, it's, I think everyone can agree even most rioters and looters can agree it's not good. For, for society to get to the point for peace where people it, it feel doesn't, it doesn't bring to peace. right and loot. yeah like it doesn't it doesn't bring peace it doesn't help no. like in that in that sense uh, it doesn't uh solve any issues some people say oh well don't write like the innocent people like target and random auto zone and this place and that place don't write innocent small businesses uh but maybe go write the uh the police officer houses and the and the judges. I was like, ooh, that seems that sounds kind of scary. So you you literally are telling the, the the rioters and looters to not go uh, there, but specifically the target police officers' houses and judges' houses and prosecutors' houses. Like that's, that sounds even more like you're gonna get KILED pretty seriously. Like you're gonna start talking about assassinations and whatnot now, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't. There's no right way, no wrong way. There's. I see the simple form. I see the, the, the go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I see the simple idea of like the more problems we cause, the more destruction we make, the bigger impact it's going to have, and and it'll be more likely to have change. But in reality, I've never seen hate and and violence fix hate and violence. So it's like you know, and, and as a lot of the, the the big the big people that are standing up right now on on all sides. Or agreeing with the fact that we have to end this united, you know, and just understand that these were some really shitty officers that need to be served justice. 
but it doesn't mean every officer is shitty and it doesn't mean every person shitty. It doesn't mean every, you know, protester shitty. It doesn't mean every, you know, it, it's just, it's one of those things, man. It's just sad to see on TV, yeah. like people protecting their business after, you know, three months of COVID, they have no, no yeah. money. They're, they're down on their luck. They're protecting their business and they're just getting ran over. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll end, man. Hopefully this thing will get, get fixed faster and, yeah. and they'll, they'll resolve it and this shit will stop finally. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, it's, it's, it's such a bad thing all around. Like, I understand not wanting innocent people to get hurt, innocent innocent businesses to get hurt. But that's the same thing as uh, people not wanting innocent George Floyd. I think that's yep. right. George Floyd. I, I guess he was innocent. And so he, he's just an example of an innocent person who did get hurt, who did get KIL. Yeah. And. You know, that's, that's, that's what the, the riders and, and oh, not riders, that's the protesters. Riders are different. Riders are, are, are dumb butts, and they're they're not there for that reason. You know, yeah. the actual protesters, and there and there were there were a lot a lot, a lot of peaceful protests. Yeah. Like the problem with social media nowadays is, and the, and the general media is everything negative is always brought their attention, and we don't see the positive. Like everyone just focused on the negative and this and that. But there were some, you know, great, successful, peaceful protests in, in Denver. Like, all over the country, they had a, little, a bunch of peaceful protests, but it doesn't get the headlines. It doesn't get the headlines, and no one really talk about that. Of course. That's quite as much. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Some things have been done, for sure. Some things have changed. Yeah, for I, sure. I was Absolutely. Be a police officer. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to be – I got ready to college. I applied to be a police officer in Denver and Omaha. I got hired on. I was picking between the two. So I have the utmost respect. Being a police officer, to me, was, was my dream job. I was going to be a police officer. That was it. Uh and then you know, it started fighting. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my that was my dream job, and I, I got hired between two, two of them. So I have nothing but utmost respect. And half my gym is full of police officers and firefighters. So I, I got nothing but love for the guys. But something needs to change. And that's what makes it, it bad, man. That's what makes it bad because I was like the opposite. I was like, well, I was more wanting to be in the military, like a military guy. And and then oh, I got wow. into fighting and pursued that. And so I have the utmost respect for like the guys serving, you know, and, and doing doing their duties for, for our country and also the police officers and stuff like that. So it sucks when you have such high respect for these guys and they have, su- they have such important jobs and they do such great jobs. And then there's these ones that do what they do and then just fucking ruin everything. So I'm sorry. They just ruin everything, yeah, you know. So it's like yeah. it's like it makes it twice as bad when when you're in a position of that power, you know, that that, that level of trust and that that level, and then you ruin it. These these guys that do that, yeah. and, that and somehow I don't know how they're gonna do it. They have to figure out a way to stop that because then all this happens, you know, it sucks. It's frustrating. I, I definitely think it, it's uh, it goes it, again. It, it, there's no easy answer. Yeah, so it's not just about police brutality. Also, it's it's about like other things as well, other social injustices, other you know, uh, uh, a lot of things go into it. Getting small business loans, getting home loans uh, for African Americans and that sort of stuff. Like it, it's it's a lot more than just police brutality. That is a bigger main issue, but it, but it's a lot bigger than that. Um, but I think what it starts with uh, could help. It was just the hiring practices, who they hire. And not only who you hire, but then, then the, the training that goes into your hirees, like doing a six-week training, uh, you know, police academy. Six weeks. Yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> you know, like, do like other, other, other parts of the world, they have their police academy that lasts for a whole year. And that's just the tip of it. And they have to continue on with your continual training or not. So uh, I, think, I think a lot of it will go into hopefully some, some change, some effect. 
comes from all this George Floyd stuff. Well, fight um, camps eight weeks, so like eight to twelve weeks yeah. for just for just a fight camp. Yeah, we do three of those like, a year. Same as long as a fight camp. Some some of these uh, police academies are like, wow, that's not a whole lot of time to learn how to be a police officer. You better do yeah. a lot of cram in there. Yeah, well, I got to ask you, man, because you fought everybody, dude. You, you, man, the list of people you fought is phenomenal. In fact, the funny thing is, you, I just mentioned you were thirty-six years old, and I think your record's twenty-eight and eight. Correct? I looked it up. I, I looked tw- twenty-eight and eight. I, I think. Know, is, I think I, your, I, is I think your record? I, think I looked it up before I, because I, I, I was wondering what your uh, updated record was, and that's thirty-six. So I thought that was interesting. That's the same as your oh, age. That's funny. So I'm yeah. 36. I'm proud That's of myself cool. for that, figuring that out just for two seconds. Okay, we'll get back to the interview. Uh, so, so what I was going to ask you, though, is uh, since you fought so many people, man, you fought so many different top-level guys, what was your thoughts uh, from your perspective on the Gaethje-Ferguson fight? And then what is your thoughts on Gaethje fighting Khabib if that fight happens? Obviously, oh, you're, you're, you have the experience to touch on. Oh, you didn't watch it yet? I didn't watch it yet. Well, I, nowadays, uh, I don't watch a whole lot of fights. My wife and I, we will watch fights if we have, like, teammates – yeah, uh, somebody like really like big name, like a big built up fight. But otherwise, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not too big into the watching MMA nowadays. Like I'll, I'll watch it ahead, like later on. Because all the fights end up like free on Instagram and, and Facebook. Like you can watch them. Like you'll see the snippets of all, all the highlights and whatnot. You know. So uh, I did see some of the highlights. Uh, I heard that J- Justin did a really good job. He looked really crisp. He actually didn't look like the old Justin who would just kind of throw haymakers and some heavy leg kicks. But he like kind of. Pick Tony part a little bit, um, and I don't know. I, I think whoever is going to fight Khabib, they better work on their footwork first a lot. <laughs> yeah. Not give, not allowing him to, to clinch you up and, and to grab you. Not being on the cage. If, if you can freaking move, have good footwork, and, and not stay, uh, let Khabib pin you against the cage. I think that's going to help a lot. And then just working on uh, your, your takedown defense, working on getting, getting away. I don't know. Khabib, I think, is gonna is a is a problem. He's he not like a conundrum in that he doesn't he, he doesn't bring like three four different facets where he's like, oh, you gotta watch out for this and you gotta watch for this and you gotta watch this. Khabib, you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna wrestle. He's gonna grab. He's gonna hit, he's gonna hit that single leg against the fence, and uh, you know that. So he he but he's a serious problem in that you know what he's gonna do, but yeah, he still does it to you somehow. So that's 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 that's, that's a tough one right there. I don't, I don't it- know. We'll see if uh, Gaethje. If, they, if, they, if, the, if that matchup happens, first of all, and then we'll see uh, how, how it plays out. I know you don't know the, the, the current status of Bellator and what they're doing and, and when their next fights are, but is there somebody that you want to fight like the, the, that you have on your I mean, Like I said, you fought everybody. Is there anybody out there that you, you just really want to fight right now, or is it just kind of like whoever mm-hmm. they tell me? I'm supposed to have uh, Chandler, uh, Mike Chandler, uh, for my last one. I was supposed to fight in what? December, yeah, December thirty first. That the whole, that uh, Risen card, uh, the Coke card. I was supposed to be on that one against Chandler. I ended up uh, getting an injury, forced me out of the fight. My first fight in my entire career, I actually, I actually had to legitimately pull out of because of the injury. So that was the first, the first that. time, in thirty six yeah. fights. Holy shit! Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, first one. I so I was not happy about that. And then we're supposed to match up in June, and then all this goes down. So, uh, but it's going to be him and I, whenever, whenever Belter does uh, match, uh, start fights up again, they, they did tell me that it will be Chandler and I, like I, I'm going to get that, get that, uh, fight because Pitbull, the belt holder is tied up in the featherweight tournament. Right. And so he's not going to fight for a while. He still has like two more fights or three more fights in the tournament before he defends his belt in the tournament or whatever. And then, and then deal with the lightweight 
belt after that. So, like, who knows when he's going to fight at lightweight again. So the next two guys are Chandler and I, so we'll see. I'm looking forward to that fight, man. What, what are we going to see when we watch that? Uh, you and Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. I'm going to beat the tar out of Chandler. I, I, have, I haven't actually, like, like, I'm not, like, a super Terry Tuffman, a Billy Badass type of guy. Like, oh, yeah. blah, blah. Gentle voice. Um, I messed up a couple times too. Chandler, I haven't been as excited. I haven't really wanted to beat somebody up in a long time. I can't remember the last time I actually wanted to beat somebody up. I want to. I want to beat up Chandler. I want to get my hands on him. I want to beat him up. I'm going to beat him up. And on top of that, I think I beat him up in our last fight. We fought once before. Uh, the judges gave him the decision, but I, yeah. I beat him up. I know I beat him up. And he was sad at the end of that fight. He was, he was hurting. I'm gonna do the same thing this fight again. <laughs> And I'm gonna make sure that the three judges who who see the fight, I'm gonna make sure that they know who won. Also, I'll make sure they it's, it's clear in their head they know who, who won. That's why I asked you, and that, and that's why I knew you were gonna say, it. <laughs> and that, that's why I want to watch it. Um, and lastly, man, I know I know you're busy with with your family and everything, and I know it must be tough with your family. But I've been trying to get you to come out here to Thailand for a long time, man. When am I gonna finally get you in the family it's out happen. here? It's, it's gonna happen. You always say that. You always say that, bro. When is it gonna happen, though, man? I know, it's the I know. best vacation for everybody. Everybody will have such a great time, man. We'll take care of everyone. I, uh, it's it's going to happen. I, I owe my wife a, a, a trip to the Caribbean somewhere first. Uh, after that, then 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 our next vacation will be Thailand. Uh, it, it it'll it'll happen. And with the the prices are cheaper now. Oh uh, yeah, they're gonna be way cheaper. Tickets one night, you know. Yeah. So I was like, like okay, I might buy the tickets for Thailand, like for like. Two years from now, or a year from now, or the, the, the furthest out you can you can buy tickets, and then uh, buy tickets for the Caribbean or somewhere like vacation, and then uh, but I but we get the tickets now while while they're still freaking so cheap. I I still look at tickets almost at least two or three times a week. I look at tickets to, to Thailand to like all over the place, like just I like to travel and I you know. So I look at ticket uh, prices for tickets all the time. So I'll, I'm always looking at the prices to, to Thailand. I promise you, man, you will have an amazing trip if you come to Phuket, dude. You guys will all have an amazing trip for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. How 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 bad how bad is the the COVID the coronavirus out there for you guys? Like none, Not hardly. At all. It's like really? almost almost non-existent anywhere in Phuket. There hasn't been a new case in like, and 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 when there was new cases, it was like one new case here, one new case here. You know, like very you know rare. And it's like now there hasn't been a new case in like two weeks or something. Everything's open except gyms. In fact, I could open my gym. I just can't have contact training, so I'm gonna wait until it's like we, they allow contact oh. training. So it's probably oh, yeah, June yeah. June fifteenth or July first. We'll open up for Muay Thai, at least the Muay Thai, oh, cool. and start doing Muay Thai yeah, classes yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's pretty much gone here, man. Like. I mean, we're, we're having to wear masks and stuff. It's like a, a, a twenty thousand baht fine, which is like six hundred dollar fine if you get caught without a mask. So we're yeah. still. It looks like it's really bad, but it's really not. And I and, and like what you oh. said, man. When this is over, bro, it's gonna be so cheap because so many businesses are going out of business and like and going under, and like prices are gonna be the yeah. cheapest they've ever been. And it's still the same beaches. Yeah. It's still the same beauty. It's still the same food and atmosphere, just way cheaper. And it yeah. was already cheap in the first place. So. Man, I'm telling you, man, you might want to do that Caribbean trip second. Come to Thailand first. <laughs> see your boy. Come over here, do a little training, hanging out on the on the beach, go cruise the uh, islands. You guys, got, you guys got ocean water there too, you know? Yeah, I got everything, man. Monkeys, dude. You can take yeah. the kids and show them some monkeys. It's crazy. 
Well, listen, man, I appreciate you taking time out. I know you're busy and spending time with your family, but man, it's been a long time since I caught up with you, dude. So I wanted to have a conversation and, and I thought it'd be great to share. So thanks a lot for, uh, for doing the podcast with me. No, of course, man. Of course. Thank you, man. It was, it was good to catch up. It was good to hear from you, man. You're yeah. always inspiring to talk I, to, I, man. I still stalk you. I still stalk you in all the social media. So follow, follow your gym or not. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. That's, that's awesome. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't go, I, I need to go out there just to check, check your gym out, man. It's, it looks freaking amazing. Were you yeah, a super? I, I, I watched you, watched you build it. Like you posted yeah. the whole thing of you building this set. <laughs> yeah, and I did. Like, man, I did. This Mike, babe, like Mike did this. He watched. Like I was showing him everything, man. Like it's. Looks great, man. Looks amazing. Thanks, man. Thank you for following that. And dude, you're yeah. such an inspirational guy, man. I looked up to you your whole career, and like I always, always look up to you, man. And uh, you're a great father, great person, and uh, appreciate you doing the podcast. And I'm very excited for that fight with Chandler. If I wasn't excited before, which I was, I'm definitely excited now after hearing this this new little uh, opinion from you, this new <laughs> little rant, I guess you could call it. So I'm I'm super excited, man. So just man. Enjoy your enjoy your time with your family, and I'm sure it's going to happen soon enough. This thing's going to end. You're going to get back in there, watch you fight, and then uh, and then I'll see you in Thailand, and we're going to have a fun time. Heck yeah, man! Sounds great. Sounds great. All right, brother. Take care and, and tell the family I said say goodbye. All right, thanks, man. We'll do. All right, there you have it, Benson Henderson. Just a man. What a what a wonderful guy. You know, you can't you can't deny that love with with his family and his kids crawling all over him the whole time he's on Skype. Um, you know, he's a great fighter. He's a great person. Like I said before, um, it was great having a conversation with him. I don't get to talk to him very much because, you know, he's in America and I'm in Thailand and he's fighting and I'm not, but, um, yeah, it was great to catch up with him and, and rehash a couple old stories. Uh, we fought on the same card, obviously, as we talked about, and, and then did that crazy mountain training with the Marines that tried to break us. So you couldn't Marines, by the way, we, we didn't get broke and we, we did good. So just for anyone wondering, wish we had some footage of that. Um, but anyway, I want to thank uh, Benson for coming on the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope you took from it. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should, you need to see Benson and his beautiful family. Um, leave a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if it's a good job that we did on this amazing podcast with Benson uh, or if it sucks and I need to do something different. Or if maybe you don't like the trinkets and flowers and shit behind me. Maybe you can comment about that. Um, definitely subscribe. Um, obviously that's the point of having YouTube channels. We want subscriptions so that we can, uh, deliver these podcasts straight to your subscription notification tab. Um, and if you're on the audio platform, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, subscribe to us there. Um, and thanks for listening and watching. <laughs>